You're listening to Good Vexations, a podcast about the little grievances we'd rather air than solve. I'm Pat Brennan, I'm joined by my best bud, James Lynch, and today's Good Vexation is James Can't Finish a Video Game. Same damn time, same fucking place, everything around here is awful. Something isn't right here, but I can't put my finger on it. Something isn't right here, but I can't put my finger on it. Same damn time. Yeah, I mean, I can start with saying that Celeste is the first game I've really completely finished since fuck was it bastion or portal 2 it was one of those no it wasn't even portal 2 no it's either bastion or portal and i played portal late like four years too late so it's not that long ago but those were the games that i played all the way through next one yeah will they even make another one it's fucking valve who knows you know like they they don't like making three games No, no, no there's no point to them making games anymore no, they're yeah, exactly. They, make, they sell they games. Make, they make James. They make so much money on Steam. Uh, hold on one second. Uh, Steam games cut because everything's on Steam now. Like yeah, so uh, they take thirty percent. Oh of, my god! Of what a game makes, they just, just uh, what just, just consider. Let me let me. Wow. See, see. Yeah. So so they take thirty percent on every game sold, and there is nobody that tracks these numbers, and they're not like a public company, so they don't share this information. Right. But like, holy good god, they make so much money on Steam, and there 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 were some articles that were put out about this recently. But from a business perspective, it doesn't make sense for Valve to make a game because a, in comparison to what their revenue stream currently is they won't be making any money. Right. Like, like even, even if they did half-life three and it was a smash success and everybody loved it and everybody bought it, it would be a drop in the bucket compared to their revenue stream from steam. And Uh, so like for that reason, there would be no reason to take anybody off the steam projects to work on that. And like, it's probably not going to be a smash success just because most media is not a smash success especially like basically i mean it wouldn't be a reboot but it'd be a sequel 10 years later right and those don't typically do very well (laughs) those historically haven't always done well uh and so like best case scenario is they don't make very much money and they divert resources that could be better spent everywhere else Mm -hmm. worst case scenario is they've got a pr disaster that makes everybody not like them and their sales go down because of it yeah that's interesting yeah so that (laughs) so there's just there's just no point in them them making these games that number makes all the now i now i fully understand why origin exists you know because like ea is all about making that good good blockbuster game money well it's why it's why everybody is doing this and so like the the one that's coming out right now that folks are thinking is going to have a chance of kind of like bloodying steam's eye mm-hmm. wait giving them a black eye. i don't know whatever that's, i um, mean that, that's a weird way to say that but yeah bloody it doesn't works. make any sense yeah that's all right. um is uh i think it's riot is it riot who who owns fortnite is it riot Ooh, it might be i think it is uh, oh yeah they could probably yeah. do something right so so well oh, they already have so hold on yeah, i gotta get this right hold on because mm-hmm. now we've talked about this enough that it might actually be in the podcast uh riot fortnite yep. epic sorry not not riot epic um, oh okay 
because they own yeah they own yeah uh so it's epic games so epics games launched a storefront and Fortnite is like a free-to-play game but like it has such an enormous user base that like the big problem like people have tried to start these stores before yeah. humble has one notably itchio is another one that i like to use um oh there's a bu- uh, oh wow okay uh, yeah there's a Gog, whole bunch of good Gog. stuff on here already yeah gog is is problematic um but they exist and they were good for a while mm-hmm. before they started tweeting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that how it goes? Ain't that how it's it how goes? Good. Yeah. So there's a lot of good stuff on there already, and they've they've got some exclusives, if I recall, on there that some folks are interested in, mm-hmm. and they've got the Fortnite user base. So uh, they could actually give Steam a run for its money, and they're yeah. also offering a better deal to creators that sell their games on their store. It's like 15 or 20% or something like that, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like skimming. I'm just rolling down this page, and yeah, there's actually a whole bunch of uh, it's a bunch of good shit in here, man. Um, yeah. Like, there's a, whole, there, there's a ton of good indie stuff already. Yeah, well, because the indies get a better take. Yeah. Donut County's in here, like which was on uh, Hades is here. I've heard really good things about Hades. Have you played that yet? No, I've not. Hades is the that's one of the exclusive ones. They got a Hades exclusive, and Ooh. I really, really want to play it because oh. I've loved. Yeah, Super Giant makes I, some of the best games. Yep, I fucking love those. The I, music is unbelievable. It is always so good. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, is it? St- is it? Still, I still uh, listen to the Bastion soundtrack. Yeah, exactly. I was listening to. I, I made a playlist on Spotify that's Bastion and, um, uh, it's Bastion and Transistor because they have slightly different style. But oh my god, the both soundtracks love, are so good. I love and the fact that music was core to Transistor's story is really good. Yeah. Did you play their other game? Um, the sports ball one. Uh, oh, what is it called? Shit, I didn't play it. Uh. I know what you're talking uh, about. Firewatch uh, or something uh, like that. Is it Firewatch? Nope. No, that's the, that's the walking one. simulator about um, Pyre. 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 That's the game. Good lord, Pyre is good. Yeah. Like. Oh man. The music. The music is great. The art is great. Like it always is. And I feel like not a lot of people played Pyre, but like the gameplay is just so. Like I don't like sports. It's a fantasy sports ball game that's just like fun. <sighs> Pat, you know the tough thing about this. You know, I, I like video games. I'm a, I am I'm into video games. But here's the thing. I often feel like a poser. Uh, because while I like video games, and I've played many video games, and I like talking about video games, and watching, even watching people play video games, I kind of like. Um, I never finish video games. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> like, it almost never happens. Um, now, is this a, is this a case where, like, so, like, I would say that I never finish video games, but that is just because I always have so many games on my plate. It takes, like, a really special game to stand out and actually get through it because I just, yeah. like, have so much that I have to, like, work through. Right. Or is this, like, it just you in general just never get through games? I, I can name the number of games I've finished uh, on one hand. Uh <laughs> Oh, okay. No. Okay. Hold on. And I have a, wait, wait. I have a follow-up to uh-huh. because depending on who you talk to, finishing a game means a different thing. Yeah. Are you talking about finishing the story? Or are you a, are you an obsessive completionist? I am finishing the story. I'm talking about okay. finishing the story, Pat. <laughs> um, and honestly, if I could expand that. I would. Exp- I could expand that to two hands, but five of the games would be Guitar Hero. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. So this, like, I am, I am, I'm exposing myself. Uh, I'm exposing myself as a fucking poser because I finished like the last. So this is on. It's on my mind partially because um, Super Giant has one of the only games I've ever finished, and it was absolutely worth it. And I probably I want to play it again. I might buy it again on uh, on Switch so I can just play it whenever. Um, uh, was Bastion? Bastion is one of my favorite games of all time for the soundtrack for the art style for the story is beautiful the narrator the narrator oh my god is so good it's such a good game pat so i that's the one i finished you know that's when i got all the way through there are so many games specific like in my steam library that i picked up and i put down and that's it i mean there are, i mean there are other games that you don't really ever finish like civ or um I was going to say Crusader Kings. I just like, I never got to the kind of quote unquote end game of Crusader Kings either. It was one that I played. I played it a lot. I've got more than a hundred hours in it, a couple hundred hours probably, but that's another one that like you play over and over again. It's not really a story. Like it's, it's kind of, it generates its own thing, but all of, I've never been able to really stick through a lot of story driven games. And one of the exceptions recently has been Celeste and I finished Celeste uh, a couple weeks ago and I don't know it, it 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 it's a combination of things it's a combination of something that is relaxing to play you know it's hard but doesn't punish you for failing you know mm-hmm. Bastion was hard at some point but they always gave you the tools to do well you know that you didn't ever feel like you were like underprepared most of or most of the time anyway but there i almost never i almost never finish games i finished celeste i got celeste i got bastion i got portal um notice all of these you can get through in under 20 hours uh that might be part of it you know and then the rest of the like a lot of the other games i play i put a lot of hours in but they're like competitive or they're like co-op mm-hmm. or something like that they don't have a they don't have a roll credits moment. Exactly, you know. I, I I guess it's a thing with just kind of the like the adventure game. It's kind of the for games anyway. It's kind of the adventure game genre. I get I fall off. I got mm-hmm. I get interested in something else. You know. Do you remember what the first game you finished was? It was Portal. Portal yeah. one or Portal. Portal one. That was, I think, that was the first one I finished. Yeah, that would have been a, you would have been like high school or college, right? That was, yeah, I was in college. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm starting to think the kind of, I mean, like a lot of the games that oh, I no, played. Hold on, you had to have finished Guitar Hero back when we were in high oh, school. Oh, sorry, it was Guitar Hero. I, I almost it don't count been. Guitar Hero just because it's like so. It, it. I mean, I, I was like, if there's any game that I can, I can talk about more than any other one, it is Guitar Hero. I beat I beat all of those games and I beat all of those games multiple times. I remember being really surprised the first time I beat a game. Yeah. Uh, what did you what, wanna, do you remember what game? It was on the N64. I want to say it was I want to say it was Super Smash Brothers. So like the first time I got sure. all the way through to like to the master hand and beat the master hand yeah. and then the credits rolled. Yeah. I remember being surprised 
that that was a thing because like credits rolling was a thing that was always in movies yeah but i had not seen one in a game up to this point and like oh, that's to be clear, yeah. i played well i played a lot of games so like here's the thing we had uh, an nes in the house growing up for a really long time we didn't get an n64 um until way past the time when it was out like my parents were just like not super into owning video games i think my mom had had an nes back in college yep. and she like had it in the house and like at some point it wound up in the living room and I would play some weird bullet hell game about a dragon. And then I would play like Castlevania, but I didn't really understand it. And I would play uh, the legend of Delta, but like, but the thing is like I was young and those games are brutally hard. Yeah. And this was before we had a computer in the house. So there was no internet. Yeah. And so like the concept that these things could be, finished yeah didn't exist which is a wild thing to think back on yeah. to think that i just essentially thought that video games were infinite <laughs> like they just um, make i mean but that's true that's that's effectively true of a lot of older video games you think about like tech think about like tetris yep. there's not an end they just make it so fast that you can't do it anymore <laughs> And so, like, I remember being very, very surprised when, like, the credits rolled and then just kind of being obsessed with, like, beating games and getting to the end. But, like, most of them are didn't. Like, I didn't I didn't finish Ocarina of Time until it came out on the 3DS. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I played that game a bunch. Oh, yeah. We played that together. And then, like, high school happened and, like, the 64 went somewhere. We must have sold it or something. And, like... Mm -hmm. I, we got an Xbox or whatever, and then like, uh, and then Halo, <laughs> yeah, sure, and then Halo. Uh, but then like, the and that was just like out. five years of of your life and my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, I got all the way to the final boss on the sixty four, and I just couldn't beat Ganondorf, and then yeah. like, didn't beat him until I was in college. So anyway, <laughs> I don't know. But, but I think my point with all of these weird stories and rants and reminiscent moments is that like, you don't need to finish the media to enjoy it like oh totally i i very i very rarely finish games i probably finish 10 to 20 percent of the games that i own or 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 review or like whatever reason that i have them um Mm -hmm. i just i just don't get through many of them but like yeah like most games have this like 15 minute game loop theory Mm -hmm. where if you play it for 15 minutes, if you get like, if you get past the intro stuff, if you get past the tutorial and then you, you find that 15 minutes of fun, a good game is going to repeat and iterate on that all the way through. And so in general, I argue that at within the first hour of playing a game, this is not always the case. There are some games that are not designed like this and there are games that are not designed well, Mm -hmm. but in the first hour of a game, you should have seen the 15 minute core loop that makes it fun and know whether or not it's something that you are interested in finishing. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. I like in Celeste, it's runner. Like it's like figure out how to use the, the small set of skills that you have to go do, um, to navigate um, basically a maze where most of the places you can land will kill you. Um, yep. And then you'll die. It's not that big a deal. And you'll just keep doing that. You know, like, I don't know. So it, uh, one of the reasons why that, how, like, I don't know. I, I want to keep us on topic because I could just talk about Celeste for a long time. But I can talk about, I can maybe talk about why I was able to finish Celeste when I'm not able to finish something. Yeah, this I want to hear. Yeah. You know, like, why am I able to finish Celeste when I'm not able to finish, insert adventure game here, Ark, um, Batman Arkham, uh, Arkham Asylum. Sure. Did not finish it. Yeah. 
It's a good game. It's a very good game. Everybody knows it's a good game. But the way that it's paced and the way the kind of even just the the openness of it is a little intimidating because I cannot see the end. Mm. You know, I kind of like being able to see the end because or I kind of like being able to see a pause, you know? Yeah. I am really intimidated by somebody saying, oh, yeah, you, you fit. It's going to take it takes 60 hours to finish like it takes 60 hours to finish Red 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 Dead Redemption 2 or something like that. I that I don't know. I if I could get out of that, I could get get kind of zen about it and say it's not about finishing. You know, it's not about finishing the game. Uh, it's about exploring. That'd be great. But I have a hard time with the, that style of game. You know, Man. I like having bite-sized tasks. Like I like having a a three to six minute song in Guitar Hero, where I have to execute for this amount of time. I, I have I have so much that I want to say on this because I just I really enjoy the way that people interact with games and like clearly see that people interact with them in different ways and for different reasons. Um, mm-hmm. I think a really great example off this on the top of my head is like Sandra super loved um, No Man's Sky. Right. Yeah, that sure. Game, that game was panned by reviewers. Like it yeah. was big and empty, and like when it when it first came out, they've they've done a lot of updates since then. But like it was big yep. and empty, and you just went forever, and there was nothing to see, kind of a thing. But like the mute, the game was filled with this ambient rock music from this band that Sandra really liked, and oh, yeah. she was just like super duper for like a week or so into just like flying a ship around in space. And listening mm-hmm. to this rad rock music as like oh, yeah. by and then like going and exploring planets. Like you, if you, like you kind of jokingly said, like if we want to make it Zen, we can talk about the point being not finishing or whatever, but that is a hundred percent the way that I interact with games. That is 100% yeah. what I like about them. There are a lot of games that I finish. I very much like narrative story driven experiences, right? Like I mm-hmm. haven't finished, but I will probably play all the way through the new red dead game. For example, that you were saying yep. I did play through the Batman games, but like, if you got into a fight in the Batman games, you mm-hmm. already experienced the best part of those those games. And yeah, well, and the thing about those games is what makes them so good and so much fun is that you, it doesn't take much to make Batman do Batman things. There's been like a problem with a lot of these games where like if you mess up and you hit the wrong button or you point in the wrong direction, like Batman just gets like bean in the head and he just like doesn't feel cool. But in those games, you pressed X and Batman batman in a direction. <laughs> yes. Those games were press X to Batman, and Batman just did a cool thing. <laughs> and yes. they've taken that formula and they've iterated on it, and it's the reason that like the Shadow of Mordor games are actually really good. It's a reason mm-hmm. the new Spider-Man games are really good is because they figured out that all people really want to do is press X and have Batman Batman in a direction. <laughs> yes. And yeah. it's great. Yeah. Absolutely. I just want to talk about all these games. We definitely don't have time for this, but man, like, like let me let me dip my toes in here for a second. Is the the Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor? So the first mm-hmm. one was just uh, a filler story set within like the Lord of the Rings lore, right? And it, it did right. fairly well. It was a fun game. The second game, oh man, the second <laughs> game was like if you gave the franchise to like the craziest fan fiction writers on the internet and just let them go nuts. Like the story wasn't particularly good, but I loved every minute of it because it was so weird. Where that story starts, that story starts with the, with your 
protagonist character being like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? Do you remember the one ring? I'm going to make another one ring. Oh, my God. And then there's going to be two one rings. And, like, everyone in the story is like, hey, man. What if you didn't do that? That sounds like a bad idea. And keeps like, it won't be good. And he's like, no, 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 check it out, check it out, check it out. I'm not the Dark Lord. I'm the Bright Lord. And it's like, what? That's, no. Uh, And then, like... (laughs) Gollum is like obsessed with him and like following him around because he's got another one ring and she loved remember the big creepy spider from the second movie in the second uh, book uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, uh, she oh no third movie second book weird um she it doesn't matter she loves a big sexy lady in this oh of course <laughs> big, big creepy of spider course. comes out and it trans it transforms into this like scantily clad lady and i'm like what's happening what's going on Hold i on. love this it's so uh. weird <laughs> It doesn't make any... You end the game by turning into a ring wraith. Spoilers for Shadow Whoa. of War. Whoa. It, 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 James, it's so great. <laughs> the game is legitimately very good, and the design, the like the mechanic design and everything that happens in it is incredible, and like the fighting is fun. You press X to be a ranger. It's great. But the story is just insanity the whole time. Wow. Yeah. That sounds that sounds crazy, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but I I definitely get. I mean, I yeah, I oh, you know what? Sorry, I was wrong. I finished the first Mass Effect. That was one that I did finish. Actually, I did not play any of the other ones because that's You're just so uh, far off topic. I were so far off topic, Pat. Uh, <laughs> this is why we haven't done a video game episode. I know, because we just are going to, because we can just talk about oh, the, video game. Do, Go. We could do a whole episode on just every game. Yep. Yep. But you know what? We're a couple of, we're, we're a couple of white guys with a podcast already. We cannot be a couple of white guys with a video game podcast. Pat can't yep. do it. We That's can't allow point. ourselves to do That's- it. Okay, so let's focus back in. Okay. Um, our vex here is is which which my point in all of this was arguing that like your vex is is not so bad. It might actually just be the right way or your way of interacting with these games, which is yes. great. Yeah. Is there other media that you do this with? Because there's definitely oh, other media that I do this with. Of course. I mean, I mean, I don't. We can. We. I mean, we could get even beyond, even beyond media. We could talk about how I never finish my projects, and I've got all these ideas for projects that I'll never finish. You know, that's one thing. I feel oh I feel worse about God. those. But we can talk. Let's talk about TV shows. You know, like, okay, TV, yeah, like absolutely. Let's, let's media real quickly, and then we're gonna loop around to projects because that's probably a better end for this. Because like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like <laughs> television shows and books and things are the exact same thing, right? Like, I've got, mm-hmm. I've got uh, American Gods halfway read sitting behind me that I, I honestly haven't just. I just need to finish that book. It's a great book. I've loved every moment of it, but I just like put it down after a plane ride and haven't picked it back up again yep it, i have i have been trying i've been getting trying to get through american gods and again it's really good it's really good and i just haven't i finished the tv i just show. haven't finished it, it was great. i have not watched the tv show i got i'm gonna finish the book first i'll finish the book then i'll think about the tv show it's very good. um yeah i have not finished that book not because i don't like it but just because i haven't finished it i haven't taken the time to sit down and finish the fucking book it took me like two years to finally sit down and finish dune i read the first two chapters i'm awful i read the first two chapters and i enjoyed them and i just haven't finished it here's the thing with dune though 
it does not get good until 500 pages don't, in. Don't you hate that with books and movies it's and stuff, though? It's like, so you, frustrating. You know, actually, really with books, is you just have to get to this point. Okay, okay. Man, this episode is going to be so long, and I don't care. Um, yeah. Because, because <laughs> I'm about to open up another rabbit hole, and I'm so excited. So, maybe oh, the wind. Yeah. I, I am I am an evangelical for name of the wind. Is that right? Uh evangelist. I'm an ev- God damn quote me. Um <laughs> I'm an evangelist for name of the wind. And I'm always like passing it off to friends and getting them to read it. But the problem is, is that book is like weird and kind of confusing until he starts to actually tell the damn story. Because like <laughs> it's like, okay, he's a uh-huh. bartender, but there's this other guy who's getting robbed, and there might be a demon working at the bar, and there's metal spiders. Why am I reading this? What's happening? And when your friend you have told to read this asks you about what these things are, the honest answer you have to give them is, I don't know. We haven't gotten to that point in the story yet. Yeah, maybe we'll know. Well, <laughs> we might know in book three. Maybe I can't remember how many books he wants to write, so we might not. I uh, yeah, I hate that. I hate that. I do yeah. really hate that. You just have to get to, but you do really just have to get to. Yeah, right. I, that's the thing with what's crazy with Doom is that the entire again, it's like three hundred pages at the beginning, uh, is political intrigue and background <laughs> and exposition dump. And it is really confusing and it's boring and it's hard to read. Basically, I kept stalling just before the good part because like, I re- I would read 300 pages of book and be like, this is not really fun to read and start looking. You start like this. Is, it's I think this happens with a lot of this stuff is you start looking at it as a chore, you know, but then. I guess uh, light spoilers for the beginning of Dune, but honestly, that's the boring part. Anyway, uh, the main character's father gets killed and his family is like totally taken out of power as a big coup thing. It's really dramatic. But then he goes off and he goes off and is like lives among the people in the desert. Yep. And that's where the good shit lies. You know, did you did you read Neil Stevenson's Seven Eves? I did. Yeah. <laughs> talk, talk about talk about getting to the good point. That guy wrote a novel. Literally half the book is just set up for a time jump that happens halfway through the book of thousands of yeah. years because he really wanted to write this weird story set thousands of years in the future. Absolutely. And I mean, it was fun for me as an engineer because uh, when for 50 pages, he goes off on a tangent just explaining orbital mechanics and it's like I love that book. And it's if you want to learn about orbital mechanics, you'll learn something. You'll learn about why it's hard to do shit in space. But that's it is really just like, oh, here's an essay or here's a novel about why it's hard to do shit in space. So <laughs> yeah, <good>. it's great. <laughs> okay, so let's 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 jump this over to personal projects then because Yeah. We've gone on tangents for a while here. So, I think so I I think we kind of hit on something there like that the reason why it's hard to get some through some of this stuff is that it kind of stalls a little bit. You know, there's something that makes it start to feel like a chore or I get that. I use, I get that a lot in video games. You know, when I look at it and I'm like, ah, oh, well, I don't really know what's going on next and figuring it. I haven't. And like when it starts to feel like work, when a book starts to feel like work, like uh, when, when a game starts to feel like work, um, then you don't 
it's then you feel just like um well i i need to keep going it should like that is kind of where i stall out and kind of that's where i stall out on projects too you know like when i because i get really excited about uh, i want to go do this project uh and i start it and then i'm like it's not that i i don't even necessarily hit an obstacle but i don't know it 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 i the novelty wears off mm-hmm. and sometimes the novelty is what was getting me going in the first place right and i think that's what winds up being the difference between like a really cool project that you're actually passionate about and something that you can stick with and just something that you wanted to try for a little yeah. bit right I, honestly that was one of the concerns i had with starting this this podcast yeah. was like am i am i going to get burnt out on like editing these episodes. And I don't, I don't, I can't say that we're far enough in that. I'm, I'm not sure that this isn't just like a novelty thing that's driving me with it. Yeah. You know? Uh, but like, I'm, I'm always starting stupid projects. Yeah. Just all the time. Like I've got an Arduino kit, uh, like in the desk, that's like partially started. Mm-hmm. And like, I've just been like learning how to start, but like, I haven't had time to finish. Um, we've done a countless things like drone projects, like building a drone or something that we like were excited about and got started about. And then just and like just fell off. petered off because like things that we were obligated to, we had to do, or because we hit like, I hate when you hit like the hard part in the project, right? Yeah. Like I have, I have like a bunch of like, 3d print projects that are like halfway done around the apartment right now where like i i got started building this cool little model or this thing or something like that and then i hit like a sanding phase or a piece didn't fit together the way that man actually there's there's a good one is like a couple of years back we were like building lightsabers in the shop just because i felt like it and i had the time and like we did like custom mill metal work and we like got all the electronics and parts that we needed and we like this thing is like 70 to 80 percent done right yeah. now but then like i hit a moment where like the the snap ring or the o-ring that goes inside that holds the gunk in place like doesn't fit and like yeah. i got frustrated with it and i was trying to think of a way around the solution i put it and now it's been gathering dust for two years it's yeah like, it, it happens all it's the time. so hard to push through those things and i feel like it's so hard to get motivated to push through when i don't know it is a little bit like i I don't know. I, I, I run into those kind of problems in like when I'm doing research or while I'm doing, when I'm doing des- engineering design, but like though the justification for those is it's what I do, you know, like right. that's, it's, it's my job. It's my, it's my primary thing. So it's really hard. Livelihood, yeah. rent and money can really drive really you through. through huh? <laughs> With all this, really, it can be just really fucking hard to push through on a personal project, and I don't. And some of it is, some of it I think is this kind of personal drive that I mean, some people have, and I have less of it than I'd like. You know, I have less of that kind of drive. Um, I'm really good at starting stuff. Oh, I'm great at starting <laughs> stuff, man. I plan so many things. I do this. For, I do. I, I do this with fucking hiking trips. I have planned. So many more hiking trips that I've actually fucking taken, you know, because I, I plan them out and then something goes sideways and then they don't, they either, the thing happens and it looks nothing like what I planned, uh, or it just never happens, you know, uh, for one reason or another. And I don't know, I, I admire, I've got friends who do, uh, friends who have long-term projects that they're working on, like, um, 
I have a friend who is working on a, a, a new tabletop system, basically a full mm-hmm. RPG, and yep. it's an incredible amount of work and thankless, except that then the vision is realized, you know? But the, the these big projects, these big overarching things that are long term and again, not gonna not nothing but the kind of the realization of the vision is the reward. And right. I wish I had a stronger reward circuitry in my brain for that. You know? Right. Uh, mm-hmm. and I, I wonder if that's part of it. I mean, I don't I guess I have a I mean, that might be why I don't finish a lot of stuff is like that my reward circuitry is not quite correct or it's not tuned very well or. Yeah, but I like I get, I get what you're saying. I mean, like there is definitely a reason that like speaking of game projects that like the games that I have finished are like 30 minute long games and not like open ended RPG four hour monstrosities. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know? It's like the amount of work that has to go into that before you can see any kind of public response or, you know, revenue right. <laughs> is a lot. I mean, the the uh, the testing phase, the testing phase is must be an incredibly difficult because trying to get people. I mean, I can't imagine. It, it takes me more than a year to test our games. Like, again, 30 minutes. Yeah. And you have so you've got like a you can have a 30 minute if you if your game takes 30 minutes to play and you maybe you can get you can convince somebody to play 30 minutes of a broken game for sure we we joke about this all the time i can't even imagine going up to somebody with a straight face and being like hello would you like to play my four-hour war euro simulator (laughs) it's about cowboys on mechs and they have to fight aliens Uh uh-huh you have 13 actions on a turn. Oh, man. Uh, that... There are four types of resources. Oh, no. Also, it's a pseudo RPG. <laughs> with deck building aspects. Man, the first playthrough of that. Man, it's so broken. It's going to be so broken. Yeah. It's not going to work. And you're going to, you might not know until three hours in. Yeah. You have to set up all those parts. So yeah, finishing stuff is hard. I, I is. don't I don't know what our end point on this is, but yeah. So I guess just uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to our tangent filled. I mean, thank you for listening to all of our episodes. But thank you. I for can't believe to the end of that the- somebody listened to forty minutes of us talking about video games and just oh, you know what? This fits, Pat. We can't finish anything, huh? Even at this the episode of this fucking podcast. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know where this ends. Oh uh, yeah. man, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, everybody go play Celeste. It only takes like, it takes like, I think I took me like 11, 12 hours to get through the whole thing. We just got to give you a Celeste podcast. By the time everyone arrives. The birds uh, are off and the um, I lost what I was going to say, you know? No, you're just going to beatbox us out.